What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Moose Milk Podcast, episode 66. 66. I'm your host, Ryan. Going to wait for Mr. Matthew to join us. My dog Finnegan is here with a squeaky toy, so he very well may be squeaking. I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a good week. Finally getting into some spring weather here, which is always beautiful. A little rainy, but that's all right. Matt's here. My dog's barking as usual. Here's Matthew. Hang on, I gotta turn the volume up on this business. Can you hear me okay? Okay. Good. My dog's already being an asshole, so, you know. That happens. Yeah. He's, uh, that's kind of his signature move for when we're doing this, so. Well, usually he'll sleep right until one o'clock and then I get off and he's like, oh, it's time to bark. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. I'm going to try to put my earphone in here and see if I can get better sound here. What's that? Um, Sorry in advance if I'm a little... You're freezing up. Freeze it up, but I'm good now. Yeah, I think that's gonna be part of it here. Hang on. All right. Midnight. Very nice. Better. It might take a second, but. There you go. You're back in pod form. Yeah. Look at that Blink182 shirt you got there. I wore it to work today. That, that's, that's my boy. It was dressed as Mr. Professional. Friday's, Friday's casual, and I always kick it extremely casual. So <laughs> everyone's just wearing like what I wear during business attire for the rest of the week. I, <laughs> so it's like all week I'll wear like plaid shirts untucked with like chinos. Everyone else wears like dress, dress pants, dress shirt, ties. I'm just like, I'm not fucking wearing any of that. Casual <laughs> Friday. You should be rolling in there in a speedo. Well, casual Friday, I just wear a t-shirt and jeans because I'm like, I don't want to do anything more. So, fuck it. I say you go in there next week in a thong. Maybe I maybe I will. You're not working next week, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm not. Well, I'm technically working, but yeah. Well, you're not in the office. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Toronto. I'm on your time zone. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Next week. So yeah, right off the bat, just so everyone knows, next week I won't be here because I'll be at my friend's house Friday night. But the week after, I think we're going to do it live, right, Right? Is that the plan? Yeah, so I think we're going to, I'm going to take next week off in general, I think. Nice. I think it's going to be the first week Wait, I next week, the week that, oh, next week, the whole week. You're gonna, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah. On the podcast. Got it. I think we're going to take a week off. I need a break. I've been uh, mentally not great, so oh. I need a week break. I need to just relax and enjoy the weekend with my family for Easter and all that stuff. So um, next week, no, no episode. And then the following week, Matt will be here, so we'll do an, a live episode 
with us in person. We'll be tickling each other the whole time. The whole time. And, and he uh, likes the family guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then we'll do, uh, we'll cover episode three and four, Moon Knight, and yes. other shenanigans, I'm sure. Other shenanigans, I'm also sure. So, so what's happening? How you, you say you're not doing good? That sucks. We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not great, but it's all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a long week. <clears throat> what did you watch? Uh, X Files. I'm rewatching oh. X Files. There's a lot of X Files, isn't there? Yeah, 220 episodes. Cool. I finished six, I think, this week, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got some time. Oh, it's you know, it's like eleven seasons, so it's 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 gonna be a while. But I uh, I always need a show to binge. I love the X Files. I've seen all the episodes except for the most recent season, okay. which was like I don't know, fifteen years after the show ended. They did like a extra couple seasons. You didn't watch it? No, I didn't watch it at all. Uh, I think I seen two episodes, and it wasn't very good. But uh, I don't know. It's the show has very different tones at times and. It starts off very serious sci-fi, and then there's more comedic episodes later on, and then the cast changes, and people leave. And yeah. Squeaky Boy's got to be so fun to listen to. It's not really that bad, but I mean, I'm not really noticing it, but I'm also a little bit baked, so. Yeah, well, this dog's not going to stop. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I, I watched the X-Files. Um, what else? Oh, I finished the last two Saw movies. Now he's barking. Oh, nice, nice. The, uh, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the last two Saw movies, or did you watch Jigsaw and Spiral of Jigsaw or whatever? Okay, yeah. Saw Blade. Oh, fuck it is. Spiral. Spiral. That's the one. Yeah, I. I've seen them both before. Uh, this was just a rewatch of them, and I actually enjoyed them more than I did the original first time I watched it. Maybe I was high or drunk when I was watching them the original first time, but okay. um, I mean, they're not great. They're not the best dog movies by any means, but Jamie Foxx makes the, the Spiral movie like better. Jamie Foxx is great in it. Oh, I didn't even, even know. I don't even remember what that is, so like, I don't even remember Jamie Foxx being involved, so it's a spin-off, like it's not directly tied into Saw. And then Chris Rock is in Spy- is in the last one, whatever the last That's one. That's what was. I meant. Chris Rock, oh, not Jamie. Oh, okay. okay. Um Okay, dog. <laughs> Ryan's gonna fucking kill someone in a minute. <laughs> You're not gonna sit here and bark the entire time. <clears throat> no. All right. That's right. So yeah, no. they're all right. There's, there's, it's more of a spinoff than an actual direct sequel, and um, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> I saw that chat. He's going to be doing a spiral as Will Smith. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, that's uh, amazing. Good for the you. whole thing. Good was, for you. You took the shot, and it, I would call that a win. A good. I, I just don't care about it, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like. The media is making such a big deal out of this. And I'm like, who cares? Who cares? It's a bunch of rich people fucking arguing over awards or whatever and jokes. Like, why yeah. does anybody care about this? I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Are we going to crack that egg? Here's all else. This is what I'll say about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. 
it doesn't matter what it's about. You don't fucking hit someone on TV. Oh, like I agree with that. I'm not don't. saying he was. I'm not saying he was right. I'm just oh, saying, I'm not saying that you are. That's my. I'm just saying that's my take on it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if he said something ten times worse. You still. It still totally gives you the right to hit him in the face. It doesn't even matter that it's in public. It doesn't give you the right to assault somebody because you don't like what they said. Secondly, when you're at those kind of things, man, sorry for you. Like, I I, I read something today about what uh, Ricky Gervais was saying. And, like, I totally agreed with exactly what he was saying. He was like, he's like, that would be the most tamest thing I would ever say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, have you watched like, Ricky Gervais at yes. like the Akapa? What is it? Yeah, the Gold Globe? Doesn't he? Doesn't he try to make it bad so that like like oh, yeah. mean so that way they make it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Like, I love Ricky Gervais. Like, Me Ricky too. Gervais is one of my favorite comedians. But um, no, like I, I just why are we watching award shows where a bunch of millionaires get handed awards for acting? I, I just I don't know. I don't care. I yeah. you're a bunch of super rich people. Like you don't need. A, a big award to you just got paid millions of dollars to do the movie that was your award this the, the way i kind of look at that is is it's like you know i personally am like you in that like i don't really subscribe to the whole celebrity culture right and it's like for me no. i don't even really consider celebrities like really real people like not. you know because it's just like their lifestyle is just so different to what any of us could ever possibly know and it's like that's to me like i mean that's just the way it is there's always going to be rich people there's always going to be poor people and and no money's not real yeah i that's mean I, I, I don't know like we could that's just a huge we could spend a whole episode on that but could, but i but... mean the fact that they want to have their own things i mean that's no different than me like wanting to have like a customizing award or some shit right like that's yeah. what we should do. We should just give us give us awards. We should just have an old episode where we give ourselves awards, and we. Just... I think we should actually change the format of Loose Milkpedia to simply just being an award show podcast where we just all we do is pat each other on the back for the whole hour. We just do it for an hour. We talk about how great we are, and then I'll like pimp you out, you pimp me out, and then we'll yeah, give every each other other episode. Awards. I ship you something, and you ship me something, and every week we just open the box live, and it's just another award for something we don't. <laughs> the thing is, is if we did that, that would be fucking hilarious, because I could already imagine the crazy shit you would put on an award. Oh, you'd have some dandies, there. <laughs> you'd have some dandies. When I had uh, Stranded Customs on Whip Wednesday Live a few weeks ago, I was when yeah. I wrote like an intro for him, and all I could, I, everything I wrote, I was like, no one would think this is funny except Ryan. Like it's because <laughs> it's like the stupidest things. And like I said it to Kate, and she just looked at me and she's like, "Was that going to be funny?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I would find it funny." Um, for anybody that doesn't remember, like way back in the day, um, Facebook had a thing where you could oh, you could write how you know your friends. So you'd say like co-worker or like met in high school or whatever they're supposed to and be like you could fill it in too. like you didn't have to but you could say co-worker and just leave it blank and then you could say co-worker at and fill it in right and i would like literally like, like every once a week one. twice a week i would write like something completely batshit crazy to matt That's like so met cane gliding in the galapagos and it was like that would <laughs> that would one and then like bear wrestling in indiana in 1963 and like oh, it, it i definitely just like, have pictures in all my old pictures i know that i've over time have taken pictures of those 
because some yeah. of them have just been way too funny to like not capture because you were there's changing so them so regularly. So, well, like, like Facebook got rid of it completely, and they're just gone to history. Like, yeah. there's so many things on Facebook that used to exist that they just deleted, and yeah. I don't know where they went, but they're gone. I know. Remember poking? Remember when you used to poke people? Poking and like the whole note thing is like I think completely gone. Is it? Yeah. Crazy. I never used anyway, notes, but yeah, we're getting into. I used a lot, but territory. But. <laughs> um, we've gone on a tangent. What did you watch this week? Oh, I also want to say I listened to the new Jack White album that came out today. Oh yeah, um, it's really, really good. Really, really good. Um, very similar to like back to like hard rocking mm-hmm. like White Stripes era, like really good rock. So. Nice. If anybody's a fan of like White Stripes or Jack White, like I highly recommend the new album. It's it's, it's a Jack it's White album, though. It's not a White Stripes album, right? No, I know he'll never do another White Stripes album. Meg White, Meg White won't come back. Oh right, we talked about this. I think when we did yeah. our top albums, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's a standalone, but uh, it's it's very similar in tone to the last like White Stripes album. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's pretty really cool. Good. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What do you watch? Um, I watched some good stuff this week. So first of all, I will say today to everybody, happy Rex Manning Day. If you don't, you have you, I meant to ask you, have you ever seen Empire Records? Uh, like once. Mm, didn't strike, yay? No. Surprised it didn't. Makes me want to work in a record store. And every year on this day, I watch, we were just watching it. So Empire Records, uh, open till midnight. This is Mark. I would love, love to work at a record store. This movie is was the main reason I wanted to work at a record store. And that 70s show, when I think it was near the end, when they opened the record store. Nope, that wasn't it for me. But <laughs> I, I love that 70s show, and I was just like, man, that would be a great time. <clears throat> Empire Records. I love it. I'll have to watch it. I, I haven't seen it in probably it. 20 years. so It's got some good shit. There's some good characters in it. and I mean, it's weird because like the way they... Apparently, it was like completely like cut up and recut, and the whole plot oh, really? apparently changed. Like, apparently, there's like this whole different version of it. So, some parts seem like Anchorman. Bit, yeah, to- it's totally like Anchorman in that sense. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. a completely different storyline. And then they changed it and added a bunch of shit and weird characters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll have to check so, it out. So, I, was that like 97, maybe? I want to say it's like 94. Yeah. So, I've probably seen early. it. In that era, like yeah, like I watched late, it in grade, grade eight. That was the first time I ever watched it, and I was like, I want to work at a record store. <laughs> yeah, I was, it must have been around that era, grade eight, grade nine, somewhere there. Anyway, That's a great one. So yeah, I watched that just a few minutes ago. That was what I just finished up with. And then nice. last Saturday, after we finished the show, uh, the next night I watched Dune. Finally, you watched what? Dune. Oh, dude, nice. Fuck, man, it was great. It was so great, good. Eh? I need to watch it yeah. again with subtitles. I definitely missed a bunch at the beginning. I didn't ask Nikki to put the subtitles on until like two-thirds of the way in. And as soon as he did, I was like, wow, I'm getting way more of this now. So I need to go it's back. very and Star Wars, eh? Very Star Wars. Lots of similarities. So yeah. Yeah, yeah I really liked it, though. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was fucking, like, the visuals were crazy. And just, like, the story was really good. And, like... Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I really like got invested in the characters by the end. It was really cool. Yeah, I can't so, wait for the sequel. It's part two or whatever. Part two. Like. Yeah. yeah. Do we have a date of when that's coming? I think it's next year, but I might be wrong. It might be twenty twenty four. I have to look. Hold on. 
Um, yeah, no, I was, I really liked it. I thought, I think it's excellent. I bought the book right after I seen the movie, planned on reading the book, and I just never got around to it because I just don't have time to read. Well, I do have time to read, but I just choose not to use my time to read. Uh, October 20th, 2023. Mm, okay. Got a little bit so it's a ways off, year and a half off. But I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, it made me bummed that I waited that long to watch it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, no, I, uh, anybody that hasn't seen it, definitely <laughs> check it out. It's out on, uh, it's out on Blu-ray and 4K and everything else. So if you yeah. didn't want to see it in theaters, you can pick it up wherever digitally, whatever. So that's what we did. Yeah. Uh, and then I almost finished season 14 of Always Sunny. I think I have one more episode left and I'm done for season 14. And then I have just season 15, I think, right? And then I'm done. Short eight episodes, I think. Nice. So yeah, I should be able to finish those pretty soon. Maybe even in the next couple of weeks. Take me a lot of time to get these through these last ones, but whatever. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're not going to get another season until the end of the year anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we started watching this show called Kevin Can F Himself. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It's got Annie Murphy in it. Yeah. Super yeah. fucking weird, man. It's really weird. It's like... So it starts as like this like uh, sitcom, like in front of a studio audience style. You, yep. it, it seems super like generic, like the set looks really generic and like the jokes are like corny, like they would be on a sitcom. And it's basically sure. like Annie Murphy married to this guy named Kevin, who is literally like a human, human version of Peter Griffin, like in everything, like he looks like him. He like, talks like him he has like stupid ideas like him and it's just okay. so it's yeah like it's literally kept peter griffin as like a, in a human form basically so like it, when it's shot as a sitcom it's like the colors are really bright and all and you know it's like you know really seems like really happy tones lots of laughing and then as soon as annie murphy's kind of like left by herself it's like yeah. everything just goes like depressed so it's like the colors are all like really muted and like the laughing's gone. The studio audience is gone. And like, it goes from feeling like a sitcom to like this, like depressing drama. And it's basically, I mean, we haven't gotten all the way through. We've only, I think got about halfway now, uh, yeah. but it's basically about Annie Murphy. Who's like married to this guy. And like, she, I don't know how long this goes into the storyline, but at the beginning it starts when she gets this idea that she wants to kill her husband because like she just like hates she hates her life like she gets treated like shit by him and it's just but like he's it's, yeah is it, is it worth watching i'm liking it so far so i'm gonna continue watching it i really like it so far so i'll have to check it out though i'm hoping kate doesn't watch any while i'm gone this week and then we can pick it up again next week when she's with me hey if you weren't allowed to watch fucking uh conan o'brien's murder victory thing then she's gonna follow the rules too i told her that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so uh kevin can go fuck himself or f himself yeah yeah you can't say fuck i mean honestly it. like if you if you watch the first episode and it's not for you like it does get a little bit more like it does explain more as it goes along but like yeah. the vibe is relatively similar yeah so, i was gonna watch it because i saw annie murphy in it but um, i thought of you because of uh, because of annie murphy and then yeah I just did. I never. Uh, I never sat down to watch it, but I'll have to check it out then. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Amazon Prime, I think it is. Okay, so, cool. Um, but yeah, did you ever end up uh, watching the thing that you were going to do with your yes, podcast? Yes, I did watch the thing. I thought maybe I, I guess like I didn't it. talk about it. Um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. It actually made me intrigued to watch 
the like redos of them and stuff. Like I want to watch the more modern one now. Yeah. Someone told me that it's like uh, basically like it's the tale of like the team at the other base that they find like with the right. guy with the throat slashed and all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really liked it. I thought especially like the special effects, especially considering the age of that yeah. movie is fucking crazy and like it's super it's crazy to be like left alone with these characters and not know nobody knows what to like who is yeah yeah it's uh it's a great um x-files episode that like basically is the same premise and um they're stuck in like a base in antarctica or something like that and it's like the same very similar to the tone and nice. yeah yeah but yeah yeah i, I, know. I like this i like it a lot did you see the the more modern one did you see the i think i did watch it but i don't remember it at all like i want to say what it was like it was somewhat recent yes i think it was like 2016 i want to say or 14 maybe see the thing 2000 how many 2016 maybe 2016 i'm pretty sure it's 2016. i don't know i gotta see author um the uh i heard that that one is all done in cgi but i heard originally they shot it all with practical effects and then the studio made them change it all to cgi uh, 2011 god damn 2011 we're so old hey you know whatever i didn't see it because um mary elizabeth winstead's in it and yes. um that's why i watched it because I, I was like she's gorgeous i want to watch her in more that's movies, uh so, one so. of the sunny's guys wife's right no that's the girl uh, from um, Black Liquor's Pizza or whatever. No. Uh, what's the movie? Um, Scott Pilgrim. The girl, like the main girl? She's, yeah, she's got like fucking blue hair and shit blue in the movie. Oh, that's her? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Always fun to I think a so. name to a face. Pretty sure. Okay. I might be wrong. Okay. No, yeah, I'm right. Yes. So anyway. yeah, that's that's what I watched this week. Kevin can go at nice. himself and Dune and um, Empire Records and Always Sunny. It's a good week. And then I caught up on my usual podcasts and there was a new one I started watching this week. So that was pretty fun. Or toy shows, I guess. Can't wait to see your fucking Spotify year-end review when it's, hey, you watched 600,000 hours of podcasts. And I'm like, there's not even 600,000 hours in a year, but good. It averaged, it said, so if you would have put all the time I listened to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend last year into days, it would have been 21 days of the year. That's disgusting. <laughs> but it's just because there's something always on. I was talking about this at work today. It's like, because my yeah, I, one of my friends, she was like, oh, I can't have anything on when I'm working. I'm like, I cannot, oh, I can't work silence. It. I cannot have silence. Like I'm the same way. But... Have a podcast or a YouTube show or something that I don't have to pay attention to. Like I can be on, but I don't need. It's just like I can jump in and out of it and get a quick laugh. Like that's what I like. Yeah, but that's why I have so much podcast. Like Conan, I listen to it so much because it's just even when I listen to it once, I'm just there's stuff that he says that I'm just like, God damn, he's so funny. He is really funny. Don't get me wrong. It's just like for me, it's like diminishing returns like once i listened to an episode once the second time i listened through it or unless it was like five years later and i don't remember it at all like i'm not going back and listening to a, a podcast again a week yeah. later like it's not happening yeah but that's that's pretty like 
it's not surprising for me. It's very much my nature to like, oh, totally something <laughs> that I'm very much that person. Like I listen to albums until they're fucking trash. Yeah. Like I just, I don't stop. I like, I, I watch the I'm same movies over and over. Like, yeah. I'm the same way with movies and music, but like for me, those don't like diminish in, I don't know why. Like podcasts for me, it's just like once I listen to them, throw away. They're they're just yeah, that's weird. I don't. I'm not like that. Like I have favorite episodes of Conan. Like I bet you I've listened to the Jeff Goldblum Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Not exaggerating. I bet you I've listened to it 50 times easy. Oh, I just love wow. it. I love his voice. I love them together. Oh, they're just they're so funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Bill, the Bill Hader one, man, Bill Hader, I bet you is up there too. Same with the first Bill Burr one. Yeah, uh, no, the no. Jim Gaffigan and the Kevin Leland, Kevin, what's his name? Neil. Kevin Lee, Le- yeah, Neilan, Neilan, that's it. Yeah. I've no, no, I all small, way too many times they say. Like I said, I, I I love Conan. I think he's a very funny man, but. For some reason, podcasts are like a one listen thing for me. It's once I'm done, they're gone. I delete yeah, them. That's they're, they're like, you know. That's fair. But music, yeah, music. I'm the same way. Like that. Just a week, I listened to that Red Hot Chili Peppers album like probably 15 times. You know, yeah. I'm putting it on at least every day. I've listened to it like biking to work. You know, that's the way yeah. I am with music. People, I burn out on albums, and then I come back to them 10 years same later. Here. And they're new same them, here. You know? Yeah, but, same here. That's what I do too. Yeah. Um. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Hey, um, yeah, I liked it. It was good. I, I, I mean, I don't think it's, it's not, let me rephrase that. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Let me rephrase that. I liked it. I liked it. It's good. Like, I, I, okay, so like, I wish there was like more like Moon Knight stuff still. Yeah, like, because like what we're getting, I'm loving. So it's like I wish there was more of it. But I also like I get I can appreciate the longer episodes, like 57 yeah. minutes this week. I was pretty happy about that. And like I get that there's still a lot of story to unravel here. So like I get it. But I just like and I'm not complaining. We got good Moon Knight scenes this episode, so yeah. I'm happy about it. But we got it. They were so good that I'm like, man, I would have loved a bit more of it. Yeah, I mean, that was my biggest problem with it, too, is I feel like we're not getting enough Moon Knight in it, and there's only six episodes, and I feel like kind of the second episode was just more of the first episode. Like Moon Knight in like action. Got... We're getting Moon Knight in, in That's what we want. We're getting lots of Moon Knight, technically. We're getting yeah. multiple personalities, but it's just to see him kicking ass, that's what I want to see more of. The, the like bumbling Steven Spoilers. aspect of the, of the second episode, like it kind of annoyed me in a little bit where I was just like, I, I, I wish there was less of Steven in this episode. Like we already got the bumbling, I don't know what I'm doing aspect of the character. And like, I really felt like this episode needed to move him far forward. And like, he's still kind of like, I think it did. Uh, exactly. See, I, he's, he's still like, costume. now he's wearing the costume. I know, it's like, it's like it took the entire episode. It was like 40 minutes of him bumbling around like, no, I don't want to be it. No, I'm not going to do this. No, I don't want like it's like, all right, buddy, like you're getting attacked by like Egyptian fucking shit, like all over the place. Like, fucking let's go, buddy. Like hop in the suit. Let's let's fuck some people up. And it's just like, nah, I I, I, want to run away. And I'm like, all right, buddy, like, I guess I don't know. It, It was just a little slow and a little too like. 
I think we've got enough of the bumbling Steven. I think we need to move into more of like the Mark aspect of it and see him like really start booting ass and, and, and really like show him as a superhero kind of thing. I want them to give some more explanation or I want them to dive deeper into like why we have all these different, like we haven't really, they haven't really yeah. got into why there's a Steven and a Mark. Like that's the thing I, I don't understand though. <clears throat> like by the end, he's basically saying like, you have to give me permission to come in. But then on the other hand, clearly he's in control all the time because he's got this whole other life and wife and all this stuff. So I'm like, how did you get permission to be in control of the body before? If you maybe wasn't he's found a way to like, you know, maybe maybe like the other one gains control of the other one like passes out or something. So like, which would explain yeah. why like in the first episode he would like just be look like he was about to get shot, and then all of a sudden he would like black out for a second right. and then come back in a minute. He's got a gun in his hand. He's like, oh, what the fuck, right? So yeah. maybe every time one of them kind of loses consciousness, the other one kind of picks up. You know, maybe like if Mark has this other life, but then he like falls asleep, and then yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like a, it's like an unconscious. But that wouldn't really make sense because if he had this other life, then when he fell asleep, he would wake up as Stephen. Stephen would be where that body is if he was in another house. So that doesn't really make sense. But I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't really understand it completely. You know, like how like this wife aspect hasn't come into play earlier till now. Like clearly. It's it's been a it's been a year. It seems like a long time since they've been married. Like this is just coming up all of a sudden out of nowhere, and like the job aspect and the and the mother aspect and all this stuff. Like I don't know. It seems like somebody would have caught on, or something would have happened to make this all come to like fruition at some point earlier to now. But um, I don't know. I'm interested in where it goes. Like, I hope that we get some answers in the next episode and, and see more action, see more Moon Knight. But um, it's an interesting. It's different. It's definitely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to undersell it. Like, I do like it. No. I did enjoy the episode a lot. I liked it better than the first one. But like, uh, my only gripe is like, I wish we just got. I like the stuff with Moon Knight in battle so much that I wish we could have got more. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm everything else I, I, I like. I love I love Oscar Isaac as Steven. I find that character sure. to be a fucking hoot, man. He's super funny. I love Oscar Isaac. Like I'll watch Oscar <laughs> Isaac in anything, but um Yeah, like I, I just feel like the bumbling aspect of the of the character is it, we've had enough of it now and we need to move on or at least have him start understanding that like he has powers and he can do yeah. stuff. And, like, I think we will. I, I, I think after to... what we saw, I think we will. I think yeah. we're, we're, I feel like that whole scene with Mr. Knight where he was like in the suit. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like that was like a pretty good sign of like us being okay. Like he's, he at least gets it. I'm sure he's still going to have a lot of reservation about stuff because that just seems like that's that character. But I yeah, feel no. like moving forward, we should get, hopefully we should get past that. No, I agree. I um, my favorite line of the entire episode was when um, he's fighting in the streets against the uh, whatever dog creature or whatever the fuck jackal, and um, he's like right around that like double decker bus or whatever, and those two old women are seeing it. They're like, "Is he having a seizure?" And the other woman's like, "No, he's just a fancy drunk." That actually <laughs> made me like, laugh out loud. <laughs> 
I really wanted to watch the episode again. I I didn't get a chance to double watch it this week. I usually do, but I, I just watched it again. Then. But it it, it it was good. It was solid. I I sit. I it's not my favorite Disney Plus thing, but I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it's not my favorite either. But but I, I am really liking it. I like Oscar Isaac. I like where the story's going. And yeah, I'm, again, like I'm really I'm really liking the episode length. I'm feeling like uh, I feel like at the end I've like. It's filled my quota. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. And, um, you know, four more episodes, hopefully it um, it moves at a quick pace and we get hour-long episodes for the rest of it. And feel, I don't know, like, where do you see this going? Like, do you think it's at all going to tie into the MCU or do you think it's just going to be completely standalone? I feel like, I feel like they could do it two ways. I feel like if they make it standalone, the nice thing about that is they can make it feel like it's not the MCU for anybody who's like, you know, feeling like the MCU is too much. I think I've kind of heard a lot of people say that there's just like a lot happening right now, especially with like the whole multiverse thing. It's, you know, it's a lot, right? So having something that's kind of isolated and just self-contained might be nice, but I don't, I don't think we'll get through the entire thing without any reference. I feel like we're going to get something. It, it it may not equate to anything story-wise, but I feel like I feel like they're it's too tempting for them to like not do yeah. something. And in fairness, like I feel like they should do something. Like it doesn't have to be no, huge, but I think it would be good if they did. I'm almost thinking like maybe do we know for sure that it's like present day in the show? Yes, we do. We know oh, timeline-wise that it is the current up-to-date thing. Like, it's what's okay. happening right now. Yeah. So I was going to say, it, it's kind of weird that, like, at no point do we rep- do they reference, like, the blip or, like, Thanos or, like, any of that stuff. Like, I know yeah. it's kind of taking place in, like, London and, like, Egypt. Yeah, and, like, but those are like world that, events. Those are world events. No, no, I know. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's, like, you think that at some point there would be a reference to it. Like, that's a huge life-altering yes. thing. Yeah. Um, you would think that would be something that would be common discussion yeah, as a reference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that kind of makes me think that maybe the blip has something to do with like his personality changes or something like that. Maybe that would be cool. Like maybe that's why he's like maybe Mark was in control the entire blip or something like that for for, for several years, and maybe like the Steven angle got that blipped out or, cool. i don't know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something along those lines of where like that's why he was able to like go to egypt and do whatever he was doing and clearly this egyptian god thing rescued him or whatever he made some kind of deal with him and then you know get married and like all this stuff and maybe the steven angle was blipped out and that's why he had control right. for such a long time but um the fact that he's not referencing it ever like but we've only really seen steven's side of it so maybe he's not even like cognizant that there was a blip like maybe yes. he was just not there yeah maybe he thought so, it was all know. just a dream because he seems to have yeah. a hard time figuring out what's real and what's not that yeah, would be a that's very easy thing to be like i'm just reliving yeah. this reoccurring nightmare yeah exactly yeah he seems like he has a very small grasp on what is real and what's not anyway so that would be an easy explanation for it but uh my other question was like how do we see these like Egyptian gods? Are they gods? Like, what? How are they tying into the overarching MCU? You know, it's hard to say, man. It's super hard to say. Like, I especially mean, I after think Eternal. This, 
Yeah, that I was just going to reference between Thor and Eternals. It's like we have all these yeah. different kinds of gods, right? And it's like, I mean, we're in the universe where that's possible, but it's just trying to explain it all is where it's probably going to get a bit sticky because, yeah, you know, but we've that's always been told Thor is a god, but I mean, the Eternals could probably destroy Thor with like a little snap of their fingers, probably. Yeah, that's what it seems. I mean, that's what the Eternals made it seem like. So that's that's why I didn't really understand exactly it's like where do these egyptian gods kind of fit into the overarching god hierarchy of the yeah. mcu but yeah. and do we see them again after this you know yeah exactly um i don't know it's interesting i mean i i like that they're toying with different mythologies and stuff like that i think that's interesting but i just yeah. don't know how they exactly coalesce into like one cohesive world you know yeah yeah i don't know but, i'm not really sure but that's the kind of thing with that's the kind of thing with the MCU though, right? Is all these little worlds can kind of have their own feel, their own flavor, and then yeah. once they have to interact, it doesn't really have to be that way, and it doesn't really feel out of sorts. Like it feels no, like no. it still works, right? Yeah, no. I mean, the fact that they were able to tie in like the space angle of the MCU so well and so easily with yeah. you know all the like space stuff they've done is. Um, it's good because that, I think that was the hardest angle I think for Fox's X-Men to really do was like, yes. okay, we have this like kind of grounded mutants in this world. And now, you know, Dark Phoenix and all that storyline is all spaceship. We're just not even going to touch on that, really. We're just going to yeah. pretend it was a thing on Earth all along. And like, now that we have all the space set stuff really like set in the MCU is when they do bring in the X-Men, you can really do those storylines and do them well. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the nice thing is they're not really bound to like one Done. setting, right? It's not weird in this universe for space to be involved. It's not weird. Yeah, for, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They've done a good job at building that out and making it feel natural, even though, again, totally. yeah, there's got to be some level of uh, accepting that this is a comic book movie, right? It's, you know, like whenever yeah, no, I, I agree. makes I a joke. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. I was just going to say, like, whenever, you know, Kate will make a comment about something not being realistic, I'm like, it's a fucking guy in a tin suit and he flies around, like, went into space yeah. and dropped a nuke. Like, it's, yeah, like, it's not really meant to be taken literally. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of nerdy people making nerdy stories. And yeah. sometimes, you know, they don't necessarily have to make sense. They're just cool. But, um, but they embrace it. That's I, the best I, thing. They embrace they embrace that aspect of that it, of not taking themselves too seriously, right? It's like, yeah, and that was to me all, that was to me the X Men's biggest problem. The X Men movies' biggest problem was that they were trying well, to take themselves way too seriously. And it's like, anytime you do something that's not human, it makes it it really stands out because it seems silly because you guys have painted that picture, like yeah. like you know what I mean? Well, like it just it's the same with DC. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they've made the DC world, well, the DC EU world very grounded to the point where it's so grounded that the spaceship doesn't really seem to fit and work, no. even though like Superman Man of Steel works for Superman, but then but I don't know, it just the shit out of him though. Like it, it, it was did, so but grounded. it doesn't really totally match with Batman. Like that that's the biggest problem is like Batman versus Superman was absurd because I'm sorry, but Superman's gonna fucking whoop Batman's ass. Yeah, yeah. Not, even a, not even a question. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it was, 
you can make whatever suit you want to make, but this is ridiculous. And I mean, the movie's bad, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like that it can be kind of silly and, and crazy and comic booky and me too. still kind of hold its own and ground be grounded at certain aspects. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. I but, feel like Moon Knight's doing a good job at that too, right? So. It's crazy, but it's also like right, dealing right. with real life shit of people with sleep disorders and, and, you know, mentally kind of ill people. And like, it's touching on really heavy shit, but it's doing it in a way that is like realistic in a way, but also like super comic booky in another way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. But yeah, I, I like yeah. it. I, like I said, I think it's interesting. I think it's different. I think the MCU needs some different shit. So I, I think that's cool. Um, I'm just very curious how this is all going to fit together and like when mutants start coming in and you get really powerful mutants involved you know like how does that work with the eternals and like i know the eternals don't really get involved necessarily with human affairs but then they seem to kind of want to by the end of that movie so it's like i i don't know how the power scale of all these different characters are going to really flow together and make sense and why are they just stepping in for normal shit and like i don't know but I'm well, the bigger the universe gets, the more it, that you kind of need to be able to explain that stuff, too. That's the trickiest part, and that's where these sorts of things tend to fall apart, is, like, when it gets yeah. too big and you need to have an explanation for everything, Yeah, it, it kind of sucks the fun out of it. So it's like... Yeah. But they have the opportunity now with the multiverse to wipe out a lot of shit. And yes. I have a feeling that that could be it. An easy explanation at some point is like, hey, people didn't really dig the Eternals that much. We're just not going to talk about them anymore. <laughs> but the thing is, though, Rise, though, that was already so self-contained that you could just not ever do anything with it and no one would ever think about it again. Like, you could just leave that as a one-off. Like, yeah, you could, you could, totally. continue, I, I you could continue that story with Pip and the Pip the Troll and Thanos' brother without the Eternals, like, just because he saw them, that was just their introduction, like, instead of continuing with the Eternals, you could just ditch them and continue with Harry Styles' character. Um, sure. in, you know what I mean? And, it, like, you know, we see him in the Eternals, but then next we see him in Guardians, and and then that all of a sudden becomes the story with him involved now, and so, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, is, like, I don't really feel like they need to, like, undo shit. Like, that's my biggest worry with the multiverse, is, like, I like... I don't, I don't like, I like where we're at right now. And I do, I don't, I hope the multiverse doesn't, isn't something we have to deal with forever because it's fun right now. But the problem is, is I know we've spoken about this before, but it takes all the stakes out of it. And it takes all the, like, it doesn't matter if someone dies because we'll just pluck one from another multiverse and then we're good. Like, well, I, I think they have to the multiverse sooner than later. But yes, I, I think, think so the multiversal stuff has to have an impact on our universe. So I think, you know, by bringing in mutants or by, you know, wiping out a character or what, bringing a character back or whatever, you can do that. But we have to end the multiversal stuff so that then we can say, okay, now the stakes are set. They're real. Yes, everything. That's when you do and, your like little soft reboot, right? If you want to fix exactly. anything. That's what and I if somebody will happen. The mo we wiped out the the opportunity to go back into the multiverse. So now, if a character dies, he's dead. There's no pulling in Tom Cruise from another universe or whatever. You know, like yeah, yeah. So but that's maybe where we get a new Iron Man, right? It's like now we have an Iron Man, but it's yeah. not RDJ anymore. Now it's somebody else. 
I know, don't, so they don't do that. I think that would take such a huge piece of Endgame out of Endgame, you know? Like, Yeah, I agree. I agree. But but I'm just saying that you could, yeah. you could, in theory, at that point, introduce anyone that you want to and basically say this is the new uh, standard as we move forward. This is, like, these are the okay. new grounds. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. But I, like I, like we said, I, I I think a lot of these characters that we've been with for an extended amount of time are going to be pretty much done after this phase. So yes, I think they're so. going to really step up their mutants aspect. They're going to really step up the Fantastic Four aspect, and like I think you're going to see a lot of the, the Thor stuff, and obviously like the Hulk stuff, and all that kind of slow peter out. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to bring the She-Hulk, but like you know, the Avengers era of characters, I think, are pretty much done. There's like this like loose rumor floating around for the World War Hulk movie that they're talking about that's, ha- yeah. that's potentially happening. Yeah. They made they named off a bunch of characters that would make up like that team of Avengers who would be basically choosing to decide if they're going to like kill Hulk or like right. and I can't remember exactly everybody, but it was like Captain Marvel, um what was it? Captain Marvel, She Hulk. Uh, Thor, Hawkeye, Wong, I want to say. But yeah, it was it was a really the reason I'm saying it because it was an interesting mix. Like the people that were yeah. like that team, I was like, oh, that's really uh, weird. Well, Wong, like, I think oh, uh, War Machine. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could bring back War Machine, but like really. I don't know what more that character has to add to the world, really. Other than yeah, he could just be a he could just be hired arms. He could just be helped. Yeah, and I mean, I but, guess him and Bruce have history too, like some history, yeah. I guess. So I, I think more likely it would be like more like Civil War two with Hulk. Like I, I can't see them doing like a whole World War Hulk. I don't know, maybe, but I, I feel like he's kind of handing the torch off to Tatiana Maslany and, and She Hulk, like. I can't see him coming back for another Hulk movie. I really can't. I think it's hard but, to say, but I mean, well, I guess we'll, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be against it. I would love to have a proper story. I like the first Hulk off. movie. That would be awesome. Like, everybody shits on that first Hulk movie, but I think it's fun. I mean, I know it's Ed Norton, but I think, yeah. you know. I don't I don't dislike it. I like it, but it's not like, it's definitely not like the shining star of the MCU for me. No, but no I, I would agree with that, but it was good at I, I the time. Know. But now that the yeah. MCU has progressed so much, I feel like now it probably doesn't either hold up as well or feel like it's it better than Morbius. Not that you're not wrong there. <laughs> Man, I love everybody shitting on Morbius. Even fucking uh, Stephen Colbert was shitting on it the other night. It was so funny. It's bad, man. So bad. Fucking Morbius. Even see, someone's liking this right now and they're saying, yeah, yeah. Morbius. Somebody, somebody went to see Morbius and was like, you're right. That, that, I always love that little those little hearts that pop up because it's like yeah. people applauding. It's like yeah, Ooh, little, we said something they like. Morbius, Morbius is the fucking yeah. shittiest movie ever. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the worst movie I've seen in a long time. Really bad, really bad. Um, briefly, do you want to touch on uh, wrestling at all? I do, but I also wanted to touch on something I read about that made me super hyped for Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah, go for it. You sent me the link or the picture or whatever, but or I think no, that I sent you the Ahsoka, which apparently yeah. has been proven to be not true, which is sad. Apparently okay. fake. 
I sent Ryan, Ryan an article of a, a picture of a, a, a leaked picture from the set of Ahsoka, and it was Ahsoka fighting Darth Maul, and I was like, oh, but apparently it's fake. Um, so yeah, so I read that. Uh, so this may be potentially spoilery because I, I mean, who knows if this is actually true? But the reason I'm talking about it because it got me hyped. So apparently there's like an after credits scene in the second episode and it's like basically like Vader in a back to tank and like it shows him like getting all of his like limbs sewn back like soldered back onto his body and it's just like him screaming in pain and like showing how how much pain he's in from the suit the suit like really hurts him I guess and like it's supposed to basically say that like you know for the last 10 years that's had like since the last time we saw obi-wan and when he became darth vader this is like pretty much his life it's like when he's in the suit he's just like in unbearable amounts of pain and it like i'm like oh my god imagine uh, apparently that like what happens is like obi-wan uses the force or something in episode two i guess and that like sparks invader and he realizes he feels it that obi-wan it's like his first time in 10 years that he feels that obi-wan's like alive or whatever yeah but i mean if that is true oh my god that's gonna be so fucking bad. i always assume, i mean maybe i'm wrong I, I don't know i always assumed that vader's like limbs were robotic they are everything but one his oh left okay arm, his left arm is human his both legs and his right arm I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. I, obviously, if you got your limbs cut off, that would suck. And then you're in, living in a suit that, like, you know, is providing you some sort of comfort. I would guess so that you can be mobile. But apparently, yeah. apparently, the suit is opposite. It may it, it causes him pain. Apparently, I don't know. I, I I'm interested in where the show goes. I don't really know. Like I said, the extended universe shit and all that stuff. So it's going to be like a new kind of sorry for me i just i hope it's not tatooine 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 skywalker tatooine skywalker like i don't I, think I it's really gonna be tatooine i think he's gonna leave tatooine because i think especially especially now that i read that if that is true and he does use the force for some reason i feel like he's gonna recognize that vader knows and then he's gonna leave tatooine because he doesn't want to put luke at risk that's my guess that's what i'm guessing if that is indeed a true thing, that that after credit thing does happen and Vader realizes that Obi-Wan's alive, as soon as Obi-Wan realizes that Vader knows, he'll leave Luke because he won't want to put Luke at risk. That would make sense. Yes. So I, I don't think we're going to be on Tatooine much this I hope not. I hope not. Me too. I'm kind of over it. I'm very uh, over it. Uh, after Book of Boba Fett, I was pretty much done with Tatooine. I was like, yeah, cool. I'm All I yeah. could think of was just Anakin saying, I hate sand. <laughs> well, as soon as he said him being in pain all the time, all he could think of was episode three at the end when he's like, no! Yeah, I, 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 I do like that scene where you can see how painful it is that he's getting the suit and shit. He's like screaming in agony. Yeah. So. Acting is so pissed poor that it's just, I can't, I can't with him. Um, I honestly don't mind Hayden Christian. I think it'll be better now that he actually has good material to work with, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all about the writers and directors and everything like that. So if you give them good material, hopefully you can do something with it. But yeah, yep. like I said, I'm interested. I'll watch it, but uh, I hope it's good. Me too. Me too. And yes, I do um, want to talk about wrestling. Of course I do. Well, I watched WrestleMania last weekend. Um, and? 
it was it was fun. It, it, it's not so. Just for clarity, you're not. Yeah. you don't watch wrestling regularly, right? I haven't watched wrestling regularly since 2001, probably. Okay. Like, my era of wrestling was definitely 98 to 2001, 2002, maybe. Like, yeah, that sounds right. Um, I've caught WrestleMania here, uh, Royal Rumble there throughout the years, but like I've not, I haven't watched like an episode of Raw. You don't follow in it, right? Like you know, twenty years. Like I haven't watched an episode of SmackDown in twenty years. So yeah, yeah. You know, I'm way out of like most of the people that were wrestling in WrestleMania, I've never even heard of, let alone know any of their story or background. Um, a, I wanted to watch it because I knew Stone Cold was coming back to wrestle. Was Stone Cold um, the favorite? Well, he for you. So like, he hasn't wrestled. Yeah, Stone Cold was one of my favorites. I I, I was always a huge Jericho fan. Yeah, me too. Um, I loved I loved Stone Cold. I loved Undertaker. Um, I was off and on with The Rock. I think The Rock was fun, but I thought his like finishers and shit were so stupid that I'm like, yeah, yeah like the, the Rock people's ball, elbow. The people's elbow is terrible, but not on my bottom. Um, but I don't like the people. Rock was fine, but. People's elbow is the stupidest move in probably the history of fucking wrestling. So, well, I mean, it's just as oh. bad as Hulk Hogan's leg drop. I mean, really? Yeah, oh yeah, it's terrible. Well, at least a leg drop would kind of maybe mildly hurt, but the the elbow, I'm like, no, it's it's no. Anyway, but um, I watched WrestleMania mostly because Steve Austin was coming back, but I also um, Johnny Knoxville wrestled, which was oh yeah. We'll get into that in a minute, and. Oh, a football podcaster that I listen to, he used to be in the NFL, but he's, he does podcasts now, Pat, Pat McAfee, or McAfee. I can't, I never remember how to pronounce his last name, but, um, he does like a NFL analyst and a uh, podcast and like analyzes it and whatever. And, um, he became like the SmackDown commentator. Oh, weird. So he, uh, on, on SmackDown, he does like the Friday night commentary shit. But, uh, anyway, he had a wrestling match there too. And so I followed him for the NFL stuff for a long time. So I wanted to see his match. All the other matches, I almost had no idea who anybody was other than Ronda Rousey. And I know her from the UFC, obviously. And, um, I think that's about it. Honestly, like 90% of the wrestlers I had never even heard of. It was fun. It was, it was fine. It wasn't like, the best thing I've ever watched. I feel like the entrances have taken a huge nosedive. Oh, really? Um, I figured that would go up more just because it's less like... There's almost no pyros anymore. Um, They got rid of most of the pyros. Um, It's a lot of, like, lights and lasers and shit. They do a lot of, like, um, um, what do you call it? Like, holograms in the sky, basically, of, like, the wrestlers and shit like that. Like, it's a lot of, like techie stuff now less like pyros but i think a lot of the entrance themes almost suck now like it's not really my style of music it's a lot of like more hip-hoppy music entrances and stuff like that but like i was always obviously in the attitude era like way more into like the rock new metal entrances and shit like that like yeah that's where i was totally into so that took kind of a nosedive. I love the fact that like the women wrestlers now are actually wrestling and not like just doing just fucking slapping each other, slapping each other and taking off their shirts and yeah. shit like that. Like, it's an actual like like I've legit heard that the, 
wrestling say, division I've now. I've heard that it's like relatively like entertaining and like pretty yeah. legit now. Like I, I've heard good things about the women's league and both WWE yeah. and AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's actually like just as good as the men's wrestling. Like it's it's, it's awesome. They're doing actual good moves. They're actually you know doing maneuvers and fucking finishers and shit. Like they're not just yeah, that's popping off their shirt and wearing you know low-cut jeans and shit like that like they're not just you know. managers yeah exactly so which i never cool. understood i don't know what sunny ever could have done for legion of doom but yeah whatever <laughs> other than china almost none of those wrestlers well i and lita i guess lita well lita yeah, was always lita my just, favorite back in the day yeah lita was great because lita was my early teens like my ideal woman That's but your crush oh yeah hell yeah but um no it was a lot of fun like um I mean, spoilers for WrestleMania, people that don't want to, you know, any spoilers or whatever. It was last weekend. I know it's wrestling, but whatever. Um, Knoxville won. It was the most absurd match I've ever seen in my life. Like, he brought out, like, Wee Man and, like, Pontius and, like, all these, like, jackass people. And, like, he had all these traps set around the arena. And, like, it was bizarre as shit. Like, you know the giant hand that comes out and hits people from the movie? He used that? He had that. He had that set up along like the barrier outside the ring. Oh my and, god! Like, he made a giant bounce trap to like catch him in, and it didn't oh. work. Like it completely malfunctioned, and it like ruined the end of the match completely. Oh god! Um, he had like a taser that he like was gonna tase him with, and like clearly it was turned off when he tased him. But you know he sold it or whatever. But uh, Wee Man came out like punched him in the balls a bunch and shit like that. Like it was very like silly, but it was funny. But it was it was super silly. Mm-hmm. And then the Austin match, Austin definitely like showed his age. He was. Yeah, I saw like, some pictures. There's some videos. He has the most honor you did on Vince is sloppy as was sloppy as fuck, dude. So it was the worst worst stunner I've ever seen. But That's also, really like, Vince is seventy six. Yeah, I know. Like he's an old man. I, 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 know, I he I looks know. he looks decent ah. for his age, but yep. yeah. he, in fairness yeah. though, Austin's old too, man. Like that's oh yeah. Like he hasn't wrestled in I think nineteen years. They said like Crazy. you know his he's had so many injuries. Like his his neck yeah, is like his knees are fucked. His neck is like uh, surgically like uh, I don't know like attached to his spine with like metal discs and shit. like like he can't actually wrestle like he could yeah, obviously like yeah he stole a couple moves and like he did get like you know a stunner and like shit like that but like clearly they he knew like this wasn't going to be an actual match his opponent was going to have to sell the shit out of everything that was going on yeah yeah um but it was just nice to hear, you know, fucking his entrance theme and like him being the ring, giving somebody a stunner again. Like that's, I don't know, that's just fun for me. I'll never get imagine old. He, imagine instead of drinking beer, he gets up on the on the corners and like pours like milk or almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he first came out, he didn't grab any beers or or like anything like that, and I was like, oh no, they're gonna make this super weak where he's not gonna be able to drink beers ringside or anything like that, and then <laughs> drinking one. He, he slammed a bunch of his own beer. Yeah, I guess he had a brand of beer, and they were, like, oh clearly, like, product placing it on the side of the ring, like, hey, <laughs> check out this beer, you know? And it's like, it's all called right. Stunner. It's called uh, Cracked Skull Brew or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
it, it was fun. Like it, it was nostalgic in that aspect. Um, it's it's slow. Like it's four hours long each night. I fast forwarded through like commercials and like fucking promos and shit like that. Like I just basically watched the actual matches. But um, it's fun. I mean, wrestling is wrestling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? Like I said, like pro- mostly Stone Cold and Taker and Jericho. I would say those are my three favorite. Um, probably when I first started, I was like kind of a Mick Foley fan. I think he was probably Mankind when I first started watching. So okay. I, I loved. Mick Foley um, was cool, but he was never a favorite. But I did enjoy watching him fight. I love DX, like that whole phase of, of wrestling with fucking Triple H and shit. Like yep. that was always fun for me. Um, Heart Foundation, I love the Heart Foundation. So so. It was much. a little bit before I started watching, but like I was aware of it, but I oh, wasn't like okay. watching regularly then. But yeah, I was a big I. So like I watched wrestling my whole life. Like my yeah. dad watched it, so like I watched it as soon as he they would let me basically. Like I was watching it like late '80s. Like I was pretty young. I was under under like I would have been like five years old probably when yeah. I started watching it. And like so, yeah. like a lot of my memories are from watch, renting all the pay per views every weekend at the local yeah. pay, video store and bringing them home and watching them in no order. So I was like often confused. I usually just picked based on the the cover. And then eventually, oh. as I got more into it, I started realizing like, oh, this is all in order. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, like I loved like I was always a huge like I loved Ultimate Warrior. I fucking love Jake the Snake. My dad my dad used to always talk about Jake the Snake. It was one of his favorite wrestlers, so I it kind of made me like him too cuz just like I wanted to like what my dad liked, you know. And yeah, then, I I hate Jake the Snake cuz of the snake. I'm terrified of snakes, so I was like I I hate <laughs> Uh, I also really liked Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, he was so good. And yeah, man, there's just so much good. I love. I I mean, my favorite era is Attitude Era because that's, in my opinion, where it really got good. But like, yeah, I liked the extra edge they kind of put on it, where like the bad guys were like really not good people, and like for you know, I I like I like that aspect of it. Uh, But I do love that classic WWF. Like Jimmy it was just Superfly Snuka and Mr. Perfect, Brutus Beefcake, all those guys, like Hogan. It was just really cheesy then for me. Like Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very like stereotyping like the roles of like these characters to like this guy had to be like this. And it, like you know what I mean? Like it was very like these are the street gang guys, these are the Undertaker, this is the hero guy, this is the military guy. Like it was always like really defined characters and roles where I feel like the Attitude Era kind of really mixed it up in a way where it was just like, there was more or less like this is the dude, like he's just a regular guy coming out and like, yeah, he has like a persona and like whatever, but it was more like, they didn't have to fit like a job description or whatever. Yeah, it was more characters back in the day. Back in the 80s and early like late 80s early 90s into the late 90s. It was always like like Jericho's entrance was like my favorite entrance. Like yeah, I just loved. It would be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, And like the lights would go out. Like it was right in, right before Y two K, and like yeah, I was super Y2J. excited for Y two K because I thought everything was going to end, and I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> and 
you know, I was 14 or whatever, but 15, I guess. Um, I would have been turning 14. I would have, yeah, I would have been turning 15 after Y2K. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was always super into that, like Jericho. And, and, you know, The Rock was a huge star. And then he was in, like, fucking movies and shit. And I was like, wow, this is fucking nuts. But, yeah, I don't know. I I, I would say Jericho and, and Taker. I just love Taker. I mean, there's a really great documentary called The Last Ride, all about Taker deciding to retire. Um, I think I've seen some. And, I think I have. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. I really recommend it. Like anybody that was a wrestling fan in that era, even more recent era, um, that that's a great doc. Cool. Maybe I'll watch that. I, uh, you know, I, I used to like singles all the time, and then like I really loved the, the two pay reviews I loved the most were Royal Rumble obviously because it's cool and then yes. the survivor series where they had all the teams and you were like eliminated by like you know one at a time yeah. one one down and yeah. like that was the thing that really got me into like the whole stables like i loved the teams you know and then like i loved the whole like canada versus america where the hit heart foundation Same. was against yeah. like kurt angle and and the other yeah. i'm not kurt angle uh who was it well, Kurt Angle was at one point. Yeah, but I don't think he of, ever mingled with Bret Hart. I don't think. I think that was too. No, funny. I don't think it was Bret Hart. It was. It was more uh, like later on than that. But there was always like the Angle aspect. That was Jericho. Of, like, wasn't Jericho and, and Jericho and Angle? Wasn't that Canada versus US? I think that was too, right? Well, Jericho was Canadian, so yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, he he would have been. A, I know he fought Angle a bunch of times. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's hard. my memory's foggy on it, but yeah, but that's what made me love all those teams. Like I loved Heart, I loved how the Heart Foundation was like the bad guys. They were Canadians, so they were bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> it was like okay. And then uh, like DX, I love DX. And then like I didn't even like WCW, but I remember when NWO started, I was like, take me over there because oh, I yeah, am totally. there for NWO. That is so cool. Yeah. And it I hated took Hogan. over. I hated Hogan also. I've never been a Hogan I, fan ever. Me neither. But um NWO is awesome. And like that whole era of like WCW versus WWF and like the Monday Night Wars yep. and like all that stuff and then fighting for ratings and like trying to one up each other, like you could totally tell that the rivalry like made each show better because they always had to do Try something to- bigger or better than the the other show. Yep. And like that's the era where we got like fucking Austin fucking coming out in a Zamboni and like <laughs> you know like fucking filling McMahon's car with like cement, cement. and like all yeah. that shit. Like that was the best. That was remember my favorite. The, remember the DX Army where they all wore army pants and like took the tank over to WCW and like yeah. God, that was that's so what I mean. Good. It was awesome. Like that. That I don't know if they still do shit like that or not, but like that was like my favorite era of stuff because it felt like oh my god these guys are nuts like they're actually there with a tank this is wild yeah. like yeah man so um, good i love dx dx was so fucking awesome oh, and i love like so the nation, i love the nation of domination too they were great too yeah that was i'm pretty even sure like they fought the, the tag teams later on even like the hardy boys and fucking yep. um edge and christian and shit like that like when they did those table ladders and chair matches in like the late 90s crazy, yeah. maybe early 2000s like that was like Holy shit, man. These guys are fucking doing like dives off like, you know, 20 foot high fucking ladders into tables and shit. Like, 
Yeah. It was it was wild. I'm like, of course, these guys have fucking huge, massive injuries and stuff. You're diving yeah. off a fucking twenty foot ladder. Yeah, like, you just jumped twenty five feet in the air off of that and threw barbed wire yeah. tables and chairs. Exactly. You know what, like, you can tell me all you want that wrestling's fake, but when you're fucking diving twenty feet into a fucking table, it's gonna hurt your body. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is shit. That's a big it's, bump that your back is gonna fucking suck. Yep. It's like uh, I. I Oh, sorry, I sorry. sit up too quick and my back is in pain, you know? Like, <laughs> Imagine doing that, but through four tables covered in barbed wire? Yeah, exactly. Set on fire and then a guy underneath you and you're landing awkwardly, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, the thing is, is, like, I do see, like, the Attitude Era is the stuff that, to me, really re- elevated the entertainment value of it, right? Like you were saying. Yeah. It's like, And that's a really good example of, like, Hardy Boys and when you know, using a chair became a normal thing versus, like, a bad thing. Like, that was the biggest difference is, to me, between Attitude Era and, and kind of that that early 90s, late 80s kind of aesthetic was, like, if you used a chair in the late 80s and 90s, you were a heel. You were a bad guy. Oh, if, totally. you, if you, like, a good guy would never use a chair in the older days, right? And it's, like, yeah. the 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 level of entertainment of the wrestling component really got really benefited from the attitude era, in my opinion. But there still are some really crazy, crazy, like, again, you probably maybe know about it, but definitely didn't get to experience it. Like other people did like the, you know, when, when Shawn Michaels first, he kind of came a solo act, like he, he kicked his, his tag team partner through a glass window. And like, that was like, crazy shit that was like oh, the craziest thing to happen in wrestling at the time that Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through a fucking window and like, yeah, yeah. like it's crazy I, I even remember like all those like ma- crazy matches they did like the uh the hardcore I mean, title yeah. where, like, you could fucking beat anybody anywhere you wanted and they were like wrapping backs and barbed wire and like everybody had blood pouring out of their face yeah. at some point like like, you know, Mick Foley getting fucking powerbombed into attacks on the fucking ring and, like, shit Remember like that. Remember that Hell in a Cell one with him and Undertaker? And he threw him through yeah. the cage and he landed on those, all the tacks in the wood. Exactly. Shit. What the fuck? Yeah, and, like, even, like, little later on when, like, fucking Shane McMahon was doing, like, fucking dives off of the, uh, the cage match and shit like that. Like, he's jumping fucking 25 feet through a fucking announcer's table and shit like crazy, they up the dangerousness they up the ante like so yeah. high that every match was like this is compelling even if i don't even like this wrestler it's just compelling because there's gonna be some crazy fucking thing that happens yep it's um, always something to talk about because they always yeah they're exactly. always trying to one up the previous crazy thing yeah I, like even the taker Kane matches when they were like casket matches and fucking shit like that like it was, it was awesome didn't there, wasn't there one where they had to set the other one on fire? I feel like there was. Yeah, one yeah. Crazy. Dude. That whole storyline was absurd as fuck. I mean, Kane being his like burnt brother and like all that dumb shit. But it was it, it was fun, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I know I was I was thirteen or fourteen, but like it was fun. Yeah, I I agree. I was never my again. My dad loved my dad's favorite wrestlers were Jake the Snake and the Undertaker. I yeah. didn't share his love for The Undertaker. I mean, I, See, I, I didn't hate him, but, like, I didn't. He was never the one I was rooting for, usually. I was just like, mm. It was, I love Taker because I loved, like, the, like... The dead man first gimmick? His entrance theme is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fact that, like, he'd come out, it'd be dark, you'd hear the fucking bell toll, and, like, all that shit was awesome. Fucking, um... Paul Bear? What's his fucking name? Paul Bear. 
his faces are the best. And like my friend Brian like finds him creepy as kids. So all the time I send him gifts of fucking Paul Bearer making the weirdest faces. And it's my favorite thing to do. Um, oh, that's money. It was just fucking stupid as shit. Like I, I, don't, I don't know. I love those er- that era, but um, oh, so and then when Tanker switched over to fucking like the American badass, and he come oh, out yeah. on like a, a motorcycle and shit. But he came out to Limp Biscuit. No, and... he came out to Kid Rock, didn't he? He came out to Kid Rock, but then he came out to Limp Biscuit. Yes. Came out to Roland, and I was like, Limp Biscuit was like my favorite band. Well, <laughs> one of my favorite bands in that in that time frame. So like the fact that he came out to Roland, I was like, holy shit, this, this is You're fucking like, awesome. So exactly. So like, of course, I was like a Taker fan then, but. I love that he still kept the same name. Like, it was still The Undertaker, and I was like, yep. he's a motorcycle guy now, but okay, sure, whatever, we'll just go with it. But, um, yeah, wrestling, man, it, it's it's fun. I don't care. Like, it, it's, it's super fucking cheesy at times, and it's very, like, it's definitely, like, an adolescent, like, young teen era show, but it's still just fun to watch, and it's, like, especially the nostalgia aspect of it, of of seeing somebody like Austin come back, it's fun. I don't know why they don't use more nostalgia to rope people in. Like, I don't understand why Austin isn't like a manager regularly on the show, or like you bring back Taker as like whatever the the fake CEO of Raw or something like that, where you cut the promo every so often. Like, there's so many things you could do. With Ultimate Warrior, where he was like commissioner or something like that, commissioner warrior or something. I'm pretty sure. I remember. Like, most of my knowledge about wrestling modern-day stuff is because I, like, follow so many toys. And it's, like, I see all the toys. Because, right. like, man, the toys they have now are so sick. I've had to stop myself more than once from starting yeah. to get into wrestling toys. Because well, they have a well, lot we were of... Kids, they're just a piece of rubber. Yeah. Oh, but there were so many. I collect so many wrestling toys from different versions. Like, I, I, had, I did collect I had, like, LJ five or six, but then I also I had the, the Hasbro ones. ones, which were smaller and had little action features. Then I also collected the Jack Specific, which were six-inch figures that had more. I think, I think that's the ones I had. I had the bone crunching actions where they were kind of rubbery and you could like twist their elbows yeah. and they would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the rubbery ones. I don't know which ones, but they were bigger. They were like, I don't know. Yeah, and they were in but, poses, right? They didn't actually move. They were just like. No, they were just posed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sold them all. At a fucking yard sale for twenty five cents each, big regret, big regret. Those things are crazy though, man. But, but yeah, when you're like seven, twenty five cents seems like a lot of money. I don't know why, but yeah, it's great, man. Wrestling was yeah, so much. I it's weird though because for me, I loved it from when I was a kid, and then I remember I never missed an episode of Raw. I probably went like six years where I never missed an episode of Raw, and always watched the pay per view within a week because i had a friend who always had it so he would always invite us over or if we couldn't go he would bring me the tape because he would tape it and then pass it around. yeah I, um, for all of grade nine i sat in a business class with my friend dan and every tuesday morning he would come in and go did you watch raw last night and i'd go dan i don't have cable and he'd go oh you should have seen it and tell me exactly what happened on raw <laughs> he just literally the entire year, every Tuesday. Did you watch Raw last night? No, Dan, I still don't have cable. I'm a poor kid. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'll always remember that, but I always watch SmackDown. Like, SmackDown was my show I could get without cable, so. Right, right. Yeah. But, nice. 
funny. I, I watched some I of the pay-per-views, but it kept all. I remember when it wasn't when when SmackDown wasn't a thing when it was yeah when it was yeah I remember when SmackDown started like it was it was it, it I was in that era but um I used to watch some of the pay per views I didn't get them all because my friend could get them on satellite sometimes but yeah. uh, my my buddy just recently put up a few of the old ones up on uh, a server for me to watch so I watched uh, WrestleMania seventeen a couple nights ago. Nice. Um, I don't know what that. I'm gonna watch is. like some of that old era, like Survivor Series and shit like that. Like I'm gonna like old 2000 era, 99 era, fucking yeah. You should check out some stuff right before Attitude Era, like Heart Found the Heart Foundation stuff was really where it started to kind of get that little more of an edge because Bret Hart yeah. started being like this huge fucking prick and everyone hated him and I was like, this yeah. is fucking awesome. I love him being this asshole. Yeah, I think I was Brett like Hitman Hart was oh, another one of my absolute favorites. I fucking love Bret Hart. See, like I loved too. I loved Chris Benoit, but you can't talk about Benoit anymore because he's fucking you know died and murdered his family. So right, but I uh, about that. I remember he died, but I forgot that he killed his family. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was never a big Chris Benoit fan, so fuck that guy. Yeah, well, fuck that guy for sure. But I mean, when him and Jericho like teamed up and shit, I was like yeah. so like hyped because I was like, oh, this is such a sweet tag team yeah, or whatever. And then, like, yeah, and then he left, and then um, yeah, then he murdered his entire family. So <laughs> fuck that guy. It's not but, funny, but it's funny when you no, say it like that. It's terrible, but it's it's so fucked up. But like, <laughs> yeah, fuck me. yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, well, anyway, wrestling. I love it. Man. Wrestling. I mean, it was I good times. No, I don't think I can watch it now. Everything I see now, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It, it, like I said, it's not, it's not great. Like it's not like this is must watch television. Fuck Dan, you you gotta you know check it out. But it's it's fun. It's nostalgic. It's I don't know. It's silly and like if you go into it with the right attitude and the right mood, it's it's fun to watch. I wouldn't like. I'm not going to watch the next pay-per-view. I probably will watch another wrestling match until Royal Rumble next year, maybe, or something. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's something to do. It was it was interesting. It was an interesting way to spend a weekend, and it, it was fun. Are all pay-per-views now two nights, or is it just WrestleMania? Cause it's no, just WrestleMania. But okay. if you get, like, uh, like, it's not like when we were kids where our fucking pay-per-view is, like, 70 bucks or whatever. Like, you can get the WWE Network now for, like, I think it's, Ten dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month, and you get the pay per views. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I watch WrestleMania for fifteen bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No, like that's not me. I was, uh, there's no way on earth I was spending seventy dollars on WrestleMania. Like fifteen. I bucks, honestly yeah. didn't think that you were spending money on it. If I'm being honest. No, I mean, yeah, I didn't. No, I I subscribed to WWE Network for the month and got WrestleMania for fifteen bucks, and I was like, yeah, that's worth it for me. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. That's sweet, man. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I, uh, is it still broadcast live? It is, right? Yeah, WrestleMania is. You don't get, like, with with the WWE Network, like, at least in Canada, you don't get Raw or SmackDown or anything like that. So it's you not like I was sitting there watching. No. How's that make sense? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But um, you get, like, all, like, the, like, um, documentaries and shit they've put out through, like, whatever. So, like, they had, like, they have like snippets, like they have like, right. but you don't get to like, actually watch the broadcast. No, like they'll have like um, the best of Raw documentary where they'll show like highlights from like the nineties nineties era of Raw or something like that, right? Where they'll show like the best matches, or they'll show like 
uh, the best of Edge, and they'll show like all the Edge matches that was like standout, or they'll do like a a documentary with they have like a, a podcast that Steve Austin interviews wrestlers about like the highlights of their careers and shit like that. Like they have like a bunch of like shit framed. Like they yeah, have. I know what you're talking about. Things. They used to do that. They that they sold that extra content back in the day too. So I know that. right. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff where, but they don't have like you can't watch Monday Night Raw on That's it. And so I'm just weird. Like, well, to that's me. Ridiculous. Yeah, you get WWE because they have reviews, but you don't get Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> I think it's because they have a deal with Fox for right. for Raw. I think, and I assume that they Sports want people now. to watch Fox and not, okay. you know. So I don't know. That's my guess, but I don't know. Weird. That's a weird choice, but I guess whatever. Um, yeah. Wrestling. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. We could talk about that all night. Yeah. I got nothing. Uh, I think that's it. We've got 80 minutes, so. Yeah, that's good. That's good amount. All right. So, awkward change to, um, obviously, like we said, not no episode next week. We're going to take a week off. The following week, we'll do one live together. Um, and then we're going to have some hiatuses in June as well. It's just the way... The schedule's gonna work out. I need a vacation. Matt needs to about work and shit going on. So we'll talk about that as it gets closer. But um yep. yeah. First week where I'm missing an episode in almost a year and three, four months. So that's pretty sorry, good. Yeah. No, oh, man, that's pretty good. We did it good. I was saying on Whip Wednesday Live a couple of weeks ago that I'm like, Oh my god, I'm already I have been doing this for fifteen weeks. That's fucking nuts. Or almost and I'm like, Yeah, I haven't missed a week in all of this year and then i'm like oh shit now i have to miss two weeks that fucking sucks but yeah that's well okay. that's what i mean like this is 65 weeks in a row that we've we've not missed an episode so um i i i always wanted to not miss a week and i wanted to keep keep on it but yeah i need a break i uh, yeah. i'm burnt out and um i'm not going to do a, a an episode alone without that yeah, yeah. it just seems hopeless so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll kick, we'll pick it up. I mean, the thing is, it's still relevant the week after because we'll just touch on both episodes. It's we'll do both same, episodes so. in one big episode, and it'll be yeah. fun because we'll be together. So it's true, and we'll be naked. That's that's also true. Um, <laughs> so if you're not following that already, definitely go by uh, his YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, so you can see all his uh, lives and, and fucking content and stuff. That's Subscribe, great. please. I'm trying to get that count up. Definitely go subscribe. Um, yeah, follow him on at on Instagram at Customs by Machu. You can follow me at Boost Milk Media. I also have all these uh, podcast episodes up on YouTube on my channel. You can get that in the description on my uh, on my Instagram, and then you can get the episodes in audio form on podcast services of your choice. And our uh, podcast ep- episode art is done by uh, Janie Milnarent. And that's it. We'll see you in two weeks. Fucking a son. All right, buddy. Peace out. Take care.